Yeah, if, if, if our mind is blind to possibility, then our eyes are blind to opportunity. Welcome to the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast. Here, you will raise your awareness to what is, and most importantly, what isn't working for you in all areas of your life to identify your unique abilities and superpowers, to take purposeful action. We all get stuck. And now you can unstuck yourself with me every week. Now let's get unstuck, peeps. Welcome back, peeps. Listen. Yo, today's episode is like on another level. It's with someone who I met through my coaching journey, who was a very dope-tastical coaching trainer and lead trainer. He was a part of our cohort with the Coaching for Everyone. He is phenomenal. So I'm honored to have him on here today and just share my gratitude for this infectious, enlightening and funny and entertaining episode. That's the little crystal tribute and introduction. Now I'm gonna give you all of his accolades. All right, Stephen Conway is an accomplished leadership development and executive coach, professional speaker and facilitator who is passionate about human potential development and raising conscious awareness. He is also the founder of Managing Principle of Momentum First Coaching and Consulting, whose mission is to help leaders become the change they wish to see in business, life, and the world. So Stephen is a retired U.S. Army officer and combat helicopter pilot who served over 22 years of distinguished military service that includes seven combat tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. In addition, Stephen also has extensive entrepreneurial business ownership and investment experience, which has resulted in many, both (laughs) success and failures along the journey. Stephen is eternally grateful and thankful for all experiences in his life that have brought him to this very point. Stephen walks the talk by consciously developing himself while at the same time dedicating himself and his profession to helping leaders become better versions of themselves and experience their highest potential in every aspect of their professional and personal lives. Those who have worked with Stephen describe his energy as being boundless and contagious. And I will firmly concur. So Stephen's certifications include Certified Professional Coach and Energy Leadership Index Master Practitioner through the Institute of Professional Excellence and Coaching, better known as IPAD, and credentials as a Professional Certified Coach through the International Coaching Federation, or ICF. Stephen is a faculty member with the Institute for Professional Excellence and Coaching, serving as a lead trainer and a mentor coach. Stephen is also a Federal Aviation Administration licensed commercial helicopter and airplane pilot. Come on, y'all. Peeps, you are definitely in for a treat. And enjoy this candid conversation with my homie, my friend, my mentor, Stephen Conway. Let's go. What's up, Steven? What's up, Krista? How you doing, sister? 
I'm doing better now. I know when oh, we first shit. got on, I was uh, flustered, and you read that energy immediately, which can be annoying if you don't <laughs> want people to call you out. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, I it, it shows. It, it shows whether you want it to or not. But uh, we got to look out for each other in that way. Facts. And that's why I'm so glad you're on here because. We'll get into how we met. I want to do all the things. So Stephen has given me permission to experiment. So I'm going to interview him. We're going to have a candid conversation. If we have enough time, I want to do the think tank segment with him. But before we dive into everything, we, we're going to start off like I always started off on the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast. The goal is to highlight stories that I have been stuck in and how I worked my way out of but also create a space for other people to do the same, either listening or being interviewed by me. So Steven, I want you to share with the peeps that are listening who little Steven was that paved the way for the current Steven that sits before me and cheers me on and mentors me to this very day. All right. Little, little Steven, wow, that, that's going way back. That, that's going a little far back. But um, I, I can tell you a couple of things, uh, Crystal. A couple of things I knew growing up. Uh, you know, I'm from a little town, Fayetteville, North Carolina, just a country boy from North Carolina, right? <laughs> but um, growing up, I knew two things. And, and it might sound strange for, for a brother like me, but I knew I was going to be a pilot. Mm. I was going to fly something in my life. And I knew that I was going to have some type of career or profession to where I spoke to people. And I didn't know how that was going to manifest, but you can imagine, I used to tell people that, yeah, I'm going to speak to people. People used to say, oh yeah, you're going to be a, a, a preacher, preacher mm-hmm. Steve. And I'm like, yeah, probably not this guy. <laughs> you you might not want me in the pulpit. I might not be made for that. I might um, come to that church though. I don't know. I might come we, to it. <laughs> we, we, we can do the thing because we get real real in, yes. in, in that church. We'll get real real in that church. Yes. Um, but um really most of my adult life uh joined the army at uh 19. Started out as a, a enlisted, just a, a, a soldier, and um, started working on that dream of flying. I didn't know how it was going to be, so I actually became, I uh, was accepted to flight school about my fourth year in the Army and became a helicopter pilot. So I spent the majority of my military career as a helicopter pilot, maintenance test pilot, instructor pilot, I got to tell you, I was a bad dude. I'm here to tell you that. Right? I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> and, and, and loved every minute of it. So manifested that first part of the dream. And I've always been asked to, oh, hey, we want you to do this presentation. We want you to do this presentation. I didn't catch on. Um Ooh early on i i really didn't catch on i'm like so were you still flying yeah were you still flying where they're asking you to present Mm -hmm. yeah and Uh to whom present to different soldiers present to community events uh to represent um uh, the army and in, in, in different events around, whether it's with community events, whether it was internal. Ah. And, uh, I, you know, I didn't think of it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good. I guess people listen to me, so I'll do the thing, right? <laughs> but 
one of the biggest turning points and 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 we'll get real with it is i did seven deployments real combat deployments between afghanistan and iraq so uh i spent a lot of time in the desert and what that resulted in is when i came back home later in my career it was probably about the 20 year mark um, I, I was really experiencing a lot of uh, post-traumatic stress. I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't feel comfortable here at home. So it really came to the point to where um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting on my mask, pretending everything is mm-hmm. okay. And at night, when the kids went to bed, I got two awesome uh, young men. I got a wonderful wife that I've known forever in a day. Yes. And um, I'd pretty much drink a, a, a fifth of alcohol, a big bottle of alcohol, so I didn't have to dream at night. And I really didn't know what that was about. And that was a, a, a huge transition point because I had a choice to make. Do I want to continue this way, continue to hide, continue not living the best me that I knew I could be yeah, or do something about it? which really amounted to probably one of the toughest, not one of the the toughest decision that I've probably ever had to make in my life. I can tell you I'd rather get shot at uh, in the desert than to have made this decision, but it's the best decision and the greatest turning point in my life, which was to go see somebody about all the drinking, right? I, 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 used to, I, I told my wife, I think I'm an alcoholic. She said, no, you just drink a whole lot and you probably mm. need to something about that but it was self-medicating so i went to see a doctor about it uh the flight doc i said hey doc i need to um i need help with what's with 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 stopping drinking i I think i'm addicted to alcohol and we talked a little bit talked the circumstances around it and a lot came out of there yeah uh, so with that, uh, <laughs> I, I, I chuckle about it now, but he said, uh, chief, um, I was a chief one officer for, he said, chief, um, you don't need to stop drinking. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to you for help. And you told me that I don't, but, but, uh, what he, what he ended up saying, he said is the volume and the way I've been drinking alcohol over time. And I only mm. drank when I was back home. When I was in the desert, it was fight time, go time. But at home, um, I would drink at night, every night, so I didn't have to drink. But he said the volume of alcohol over time that you drank, that if you stop drinking right now, your body would probably go into shock and you would mm. die. I forgot wow. the medical term for it, but I'll look that back up. But there's a medical term for it. And he pulled this pamphlet out of his desk. And he said, what you need to do is you need to go here. And I looked at this pamphlet. This pamphlet said, um, Emerald Coast Behavioral Health Hospital. Mm. He said, Chief, um, a couple of things are going on. He said, one... You've been in two helicopter crashes. You survived two helicopter crashes. You've been deployed, so you do have a traumatic brain injury that nobody ever probably told you about. He said, two, 
you got severe PTSD. What is this? TBI, PTSD? What is this? Sesame Street? You give me all these letters, right? <laughs> tell, me, tell me what's going on, Doc. <laughs> and um, that was a, a, a true turning point. So, so what do I do? What do, yeah. do, do, do I do? I sacrifice uh, this this respect and uh, that I built over time. I'm a soldier. So I'm still in uniform. Yeah, I hadn't retired yet. I got to go tell my command and all those people that's depending on me um, to to be chief, to be running things and and and, and making stuff happen. Potentially sacrifice my fly career and maybe never fly again. So all these things, all these doubts, right? All these stories I'm creating in my head. And then I looked at my family, my wife who's been there, who I've known since, uh, oh my goodness, we met when she was 12 and I was turning 13. So we grew up together. Um, I looked at my two young boys, said, you know, um, as tough as it may be, I can suck up my pride. Yeah. And I can set my ego aside to go do something worthwhile. So I drove myself down. I was stationed in Fort Rutgers, lower Alabama. The place was in Florida. So I drove myself six hours. Wow. In my own vehicle. After I got approval and everything was set up, it was probably maybe a week later. It was a short time frame, but I had to tell everybody. But I I drove myself down to this facility. I parked my uh, truck. I got out. I walked up to the doors. And I looked at those steel doors. And I turned around. I got back to my (laughs) truck and I drove along. And, and 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 just just think about the how, how we can go back and forth and back and forth about a decision that we know is the best decision for us to really make a change, but we run yeah. away from it. So I turn around and I drove back, parked my truck, shut it off, got out, walked to the door, turned around, got back in my truck, and drove away again. <laughs> And I did this six times. I count six times. I remember six times. And I actually drove away on my way back home each time. No. Wait, wait. wait. Multiple, six different days. No, same day. Same. What? This is one day. Where six I'm hours. Six hours. Yeah. No, 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 no. I didn't drive back home. So I drove down there six hours, got in the parking lot. And when I got out with the intent of going in, I drove off and then I turned around and came back, drove off and turned around and came back, just struggling back and forth with the decisions. It's like most decisions in our lives. This is y'all. This is why, Steve, I wanted to talk to you because we I'll get back to how we met, but you've always been open. So. What was going through your head when you had walked out? Do you remember the thoughts? Yeah, some of the thoughts, a couple of that was going on whenever I it, it's just just think about how we, we, we try to make any big decisions in our lives that 
we don't know what's going to happen. On the other yes. Side. I'm thinking, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. That it's, it's worth it. And then at the same time, I'm thinking, this is going to be tough. This is going to be something I never experienced before. I don't know what's on the other side. I don't know what people are going to think of me. I don't know what I'm going to think of myself. I don't know who I'm going to become after this. And all these different thoughts going through our head, just like any big life-changing decision. This this was my life. If I didn't yeah. make the decision, I probably would have drank myself to death. Mm. Disappointed my family. But it happens every day. Yeah. How often do we run away from those decisions that 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 could change our entire life, change the course of our entire life? but we turn away because of that self-doubt. Am I going to even be able to do this? Yeah. Yeah. This so reminds came, me. Go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. So with this, it came to the point to where those steel doors, those steel doors were no longer going to stand between me and, and my best self, between me and what I owe my family, between me and the future that I had no idea what it could be. So I stepped in there. What was the future that you saw? Well, the future that I saw was all negative. But what was it? Yes, yes. Uh Uh-huh. And then what was it that you said that you wanted to do it for you, your best you, for your family? What was, what did that look like in order for you to step through those still doors? Yeah, the future that I saw that, 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 was a push and the catalyst was being the example mm. for my two boys. What what was being uh the man that 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 my wife deserves? What was being the person in this world that I was meant to be and 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 exploring that and continue to grow. So it was all the possibilities. Right. All the potential opportunities. And just a, a, a future that I couldn't even imagine that was yeah. greater than what I was experiencing in the moment. The difference between just getting by and actually living a life worth living. Yeah. And I'm going to jump in because, one, I know you are the protector, the provider. That's your role in your family. Just like you were saying, you were the example. And being that partner, that support system for your wife that she deserved. What did Stephen deserve in order to walk through those steel doors? To actually become that version of myself that I hadn't seen before. Mm. So you are aware you was not the person that you could be, that you were created to be, and that you wanted to be, it sounds like. Yeah. not. A, I mean, at that point, I come. I had a great career. I was the man doing the thing. But there's always something more inside yes. of us. That there's always that untapped potential. We have no idea.
idea what is inside of us, the greatness, the 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 the, the capacity that is in us. A lot of times we just scrape the surface. Even if we're doing awesome stuff, we're still just scraping yes. the surface. <laughs> this, I'm laughing because all right, let's let's do it. All right. I was with my first ever business coach and she told me about coaching for everyone, which is a nonprofit organization geared towards certifying people of color, indigenous people to become certified coaches. And she she said, hey, they're having this cohort apply for it. I don't know when it's going to post. So I checked it every single day for about a month and a half. Finally, it was there. And literally, y'all, I completed the application on my phone because I was so excited because that's when I would check on my phone multiple times a day. I got accepted to go to IPEX Coaching Institute. And keep in mind, this is for a cohort of individuals who are of color to receive certified coaching through a, um, what do they call it? It's not a sponsorship. Maybe it is a sponsorship. I don't know the correct term. We paid a certain amount to become a part of this program, which is highly reputable and sought after and highly valued. So their main focus is core energy, coaching the person that you're speaking with individually or group, tapping into their energy of what Stephen was just talking about. How do they perceive the world? How do they see themselves? Do they have these limiting beliefs that they're not aware of? And y'all, I don't know anybody that's going to be on the class, in the class. This is on Zoom. Thank goodness, because we are all over the world. Get on. And the instructors, the trainers, the certified coaches that are pouring into us, one of which is no other than Stephen Conway. His voice, his presence, I was like, oh my goodness. And then Tanya Eckle, come on. Like, I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We stay connected for what, nine months because there's three separate modules of training. And in between there, there's a break of like, I think, three months. So after the end of the third module, I go to Steven on LinkedIn. I go to Tanya on LinkedIn. I'm working at IPEC now. They're trainers at IPEC, obviously. And I just hit them up because I know I still want to stay connected. So me and Steven have stayed connected. Our most recent Zoom call was probably about a month ago or two, three weeks. I don't know. Time is whatever. And I was like, Steven, I want to be friends. What is your phone number? And matter of fact, will you come on the podcast? Because we keep having these real vulnerable, open conversations. And I really want others to understand, like, this is not just a woman thing. This is a man thing, too. And those who are non-binary as well, where we are exploring who we are and I'm just so happy because Stephen is so open and willing to share. And it's a it's a it's a powerful example. So I thank you for stepping through those steel doors many, many years ago. It it really makes me want to just pour out and just cry just of gratitude. Thank you so much for 
being who you are and allowing people to see you and many others to come. But Stephen told me after everything was over, he was like, Crystal, I have to tell you, after the coat, like he had to keep his composure and be professional. Yeah. But us, us individuals, like the the actual students, we were so just hype. We were so hype. And so for y'all to be so composed and be like, yes, and still giving the energy. Tell me what you said afterwards, like when you saw us um, the first day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Like I said, I had to I had to contain myself. I saw this, 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 this beautiful group of 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 brown and different uh, uh, shades of brown people. Hughes just and 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 that's not the norm for 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 professional coaching most of the classes there might be a sprinkle sprinkle here maybe a sprinkle there but this just i was like oh my good oh what and and this is all going on in my head i'm like oh keep it together keep it together these my people we about to do this thing we are about to get this thing going i was just so excited just just so elated just to see all these beautiful shades of brown all in one space. People that 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 have the heart, the inclination, just that 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 drive to grow themselves. Yeah. In in such a powerful way. And then put this out in the world. Oh my goodness. I told Tanya, I said we, we were about I, I know I told Tanya one time. I said, Tanya, do you see this? Do, do, do you see what's going on here, Tanya? This is this is some awesome stuff. Tanya, Tanya was like, yes, I know, but we got to keep it cool. We got to keep it cool. We got <laughs> we got to do our thing. So, so and, and and just thinking about the energy, um, any class, any 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 cohort, we, we bring it. We bring it all. We give everything we got. This one. If I gave a hundred percent to all my other classes, this class I found another thirty percent from somewhere <laughs> to 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 bring uh in there because I mean, oh my goodness, I, you have no idea. I can feel that excitement right now. Me too. And I was just about to say, this is um, whew, words come back. Sometimes there aren't words to describe the feeling. And a lot of people get stuck because they haven't felt a tiny bit of what we're talking about, Stephen. So to walk through those still doors, we're going to use that as the analogy for many people. My still door was I'm going to school. I'm going to go work at the hospital. I'm going to be an x-ray tech. I achieved that goal quite quickly. And I was like, oh, shit, there's no way I could do this for 30 years. Literally told my husband, boyfriend at the time, Devon, I don't think I could do this for 30 years. He's in law school right now at that time. And it's like, what are you talking? Like, he never told me that in the moment, but he said it freaked him out. Like, she went to school. She got a career. And now she's like, I don't want to do this. I don't think I could do this. He's like, what is happening? And my still door was I closed myself in this still box of X-ray. And then when I was approached by other schools, like, hey, you ever thought about instructing? And I'm like, no, don't you got to be like a professional for like 20 years to be an instructor? I literally said I've only been an instructor for like five or six years. 
And I was like, yeah, I've only been one for like two years. What? You've only been an x-ray tech for two years and you're teaching now? Like in my head, I was like, but I made these rules up in my steel box. So once I stepped in because I knew I didn't want to be an x-ray tech, because I had already outgrew that, I was like, well, I'm just going to try something else. And it's still x-ray, so it's not crazy new. Loved it, Steven. Yeah. But I still had limits on myself where I don't know how to teach. I'm watching these other instructors teach and I don't speak like them. I don't think like them. I don't share like them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to F this up. This is not right. So I, yeah. thankfully, I, I do feel like the world and the universe spoke through this student when she said, I love this other instructor, but she's kind of boring. And I was like, I'm not boring. Just don't be boring, Crystal. You're fine. And that's what I did. We did a lot of hands-on stuff. It was so yeah. much fun. And to see them get it, like, I don't understand. I don't know. All right, let's see if we can figure it out. And then they're like, oh, I get it. I'm like, yay! That energy. But if you've never experienced it, it may not seem worth it to quote unquote take the risk. Yeah. So how do you experience those feelings? Well, one of the things, and, and you talk about those steel doors, um, there may be physical steel doors in our way, right? But but the true steel doors, and it sounds like both in your case, my case, and 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 many of the cases of, of of most people out here in this world, is the steel doors are actually right here. Yes, in our heads. Steel doors are right here. And 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 if we're blind, or if our mind, we'll say if our mind. Yes. Is, is 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 blind to possibility, then that means our eyes are blind to opportunity. So we cut ourselves off right here. Ooh, say that again. Yeah. If 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 our mind is blind to possibility, then our eyes are blind to opportunity. Oh, I love this. I love this. You know why? When I decided I needed to leave that corporate job in 2019, my mind was blind. I couldn't see the opportunities of what my skills were and how they can transfer outside of x-ray. Like literally, Steve, I'm only looking for x-ray jobs. Yeah. And I had a friend recently tell me, she said she was looking for um, um, project management jobs. And then she said that someone told her there's digital project managing too. And she's like, wait, what? We're, bl- we're so limited. This is all I see. This is all I know. So what I'm hearing is giving yourself grace, obviously, but also explore. Go explore. See new things. So literally see new things. Yeah. And then your mind can be like, oh, wait, I actually like that. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. So you could do it both ways. Oh, that's so dope. I never thought about that. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it works. We shut ourselves off uh, quickly. Yes. And, mm. and and that was one of the things um, for me at that time. Hey, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a soldier, right? I'm an aviator. I'm a this, I'm a that, right? I've achieved my dream, even though it was only one of them. 
Same. So even though it may look good, hey, I, I put a cap, a ceiling on myself, which is what we do a lot of times contain, because you know what? It's easier to contain ourselves than it is to expend the energy to explore, to to utilize the energy to extend ourselves in different spaces and, and places. It's easy to stay the same, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it feels like shit. Yep. At least I know my shit. <laughs> I know I know how to cover it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, how to work I know how to work. Yeah. I know how to yeah. clean this shit up, even though it's coming yeah. right back. Yep. Yeah. Versus expending the energy, the time. We say stepping through those steel doors, whether they be mental or physical, and 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 being open to the possibilities, being open to not having to know. What's going to happen next? So a lot of times we get stopped by by the unknown, by, oh, my goodness, I'm I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen. At least I know this crap. I don't know what's out there for me. I had a conversation, and I keep having the same conversations with, um, as an x-ray tech, I said, I want to be a traveling x-ray tech. So this is a diagnostic x-ray tech. It's not CT. It's not MRI. Those are specialized radiology uh, modalities. And I was like, I'll travel because I've only lived in Virginia. I could work, get assignments, figure out if I like this place. If I don't, I'm piecing out. I'm not I'm not repeating the assignment. They wanted people who were CT trained, more specialized. So then they'll have you to do two separate modalities instead of my single one. So that dream of mine default. Like I, I, I was like, now I can't travel because in my mind, I felt if I were to pick up and say, I'm going to try living in this city and I hate it. I just played myself. I made the mistake. And we know Steven, I know there are no mistakes. (laughs) Yeah, You cannot make a mistake. You cannot make a mistake. Thank you for correcting me because you don't know what you don't know However, you know what you like. Yeah. So instead of trying to get it right, you're finding, you're discovering, you're exploring what you like. I have moved here and I talked to someone about that and they were saying, I always wanted to move, but I don't know where to go. Like, what if I pick the wrong place? What do you mean? You can't. You literally don't know. Yeah. Me and my husband used to talk about this all the time. I'm big on food. People who listen to the podcast know my stories. I love food. And he was like, Crystal, try something new. No. If I don't like it, I'm hungry. And he was like, fair enough. Then we'll get a backup. And I was like, there we go. Before I thought something was like off with me. Like I was like, I want to eat what I eat. And I was like, why won't I explore more? And then it was a second. It was a practical piece. I'm still hungry, though. I want to eat. Yeah. So now that I have two options, I could do that all day. There it is. There it is. It doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be all or none. It could be the sprinkles. Absolutely. And you bring up a, a, a wonderful point. Just generally how we think. We think of everything as black and white, right or wrong, good or bad. Everything is linear, right? But truly... It's multidimensional, right? There's so many facets 
All right. We're, we're not right. We're not wrong. Because guess what? If I call somebody, oh, you're wrong about that. They're going to turn right back around and say, yeah, you're actually wrong. So who's right? Nobody. Everybody's yeah. right. Everybody's wrong. Because Nobody, baby. That's it. That's it. <laughs> bring it. Bring it back. That key. Right. That keeps well. So I got to bring that up. Right. I, but you don't know about that. <laughs> Wait. Wait, that might have to be offline, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we, our vision can be so minute that we we cut ourselves off to possibility. So that's one of the things you talk about is is you as a, a, a professional certified coach, uh, core energy coach at that. Yes. You know, I know that because I was there. Right? I, I know yes. you're tight with it. Um, yes. I know you are absolutely Super. awesome with it. Right. Is that how do we begin to bring these, help people bring these things out of themselves and see the possibility within themselves? Because we're trained in a linear fashion, just like you said, all right, pick a career, go to school, go to work, do this, live this life and kind of just settle. Um, I want to know, when did you make the transition to become a coach? Well, actually, here's the, the the thing is I was actually uh, certified as a coach while I was still in the Army because we were um, uh, working these different leadership programs and things like oh. that. To, initially, I didn't really use it, but when it really came out is when I committed to, I was in that facility for three months. And I can tell you, I was the only one that wasn't brought in there in handcuffs. Um, mm. Most others were brought in their handcuffs. I, I, You're talking I through the steel doors. Through the steel doors to yeah, the facility. Okay. And what happened on the backside of that, there was actually a, a IPEC certified coach as one of the staff members. So it brought oh. it back. So not only was it psychotherapy, it was actually professional coaching. Uh. And, 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 and that reconnect. So boom, I was committed, uh, psychotherapy mm. coaching and all this. And then when I came out, I committed, uh, to the point to where, you know what? I want to really continue this. So I went back to, to, went to IPEC to get certified for my own personal growth and development. <sighs> And what so, I found, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What go were ahead. the what were the conversations that you had with this individual, uh, the Fal- the IPEC coach that was a faculty member or staff what, member? Yeah, the the the, the conversations um, in context of me, it was the growth of core energy coaching, the finding my path, and then outside of that, um, it was. What do you want to go from here? What do you see? What do you envision? Much like kind of the questions that you were asking at the beginning of this. And I didn't see what it would be. I didn't care what yeah. it would be. You know, I I don't I don't have yep. a crystal ball to pre- predict the future. Same. But yep. but what I do have is is open to possibilities, open to growth, open to continued movement. Uh, and and that piece is what brought that back in to play. I'm so glad you brought that up because so often I thought something was wrong with me because people are like, what do you see? Sometimes I can see certain things, but it's a feeling I get 
And when you say open opportunities, if I'm trusting myself and what is true for me and what feels good, that's all I'm looking for. So if I feel them like, oh, I feel so good. Yes. I want more of that. I'm going to talk to Steven. I'm going to talk to my cohort. I'm going to do that. Like it gives me energy. There's no depleting of my energy. There is just adding to it. We're all like, so I'm, I'm so thankful you say, like, I don't have the crystal ball. And I think for a lot of people, they don't see the vision of, I see myself um, in a plane flying, but they might have a feeling when they're riding their bikes of being free or, you know what I mean? Like they know the feeling. And I want people to understand you don't have to see it. No. But you can still feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's so good. Like, that is why I do what I do right now. There are so many opportunities just come left, right. And I'm like, there is no way I could envision this. And had I been trying to muster it up and then it doesn't look like the vision that I mustered up, I'm just going to say no to everything. No. But if I'm in the opportunity, I'm asking my questions like I do. And it's feeling uh, invigorating. It's feeling like I'm getting curious. Like, oh, what about this? And what about that? And I get to collaborate. I'm going to keep going forward. But if it's drawing me back where it's like, I'm stopped, I'm stopped. I'm, you know what? I don't think this is a good fit. And I appreciate it. But uh, thank you, Stephen. Yeah, what, what I'm hearing you say is in alignment. You know, yes. it, in alignment with my true innate self, right? Yeah, we gotta we gotta figure out how to live. We gotta pay bills and stuff yes. like that. We gotta figure that piece out, and 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 there's this innate self within us that pushes us forward to to align with something that's meaningful for us, not only just for us, but also in connection with those around us. Yes. So, yeah, we got to eat and find food on the table or put food on the table, pay the bills, make sure the lights stay on. And at the same time, we have an innate greatness within us that has a calling that pulls us forward in a way. And a lot of times we deny that pull and, and divert to what's easy. Because here's the deal. It's not easy to let go and follow that pool to maintain what we need to maintain over here and also follow that pool and see where it takes us. And, and, and you said something too, even the stuff that we envision, we have no idea what it's going to look like. It might be close. It might be something ish. It might be something totally different. So then we get caught up in this singular vision. And that's another way we cut ourselves off, just like you said, from potential opportunities, because the road is not straight. It is not. Life is not Never had straight. Been. Never will be. Yes. There's twists. There's turns. And we'll get there. But to, to be able to, to let go of the need to control something that's intangible. Yes. How can we control a vision? We can. We can control ourselves and how we navigate through this. That feels so good. How can we control something that's intangible? 
that is a mind shift in itself. <laughs> I'm just imagining myself laying in the bed and then I have the dream bubble over my head. And I'm like, all right, let me take this piece out. Let me add that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How does, how does that work? You, 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 t- you let me know. Whoever knows, let me know. Cause I, I want to know how that one works. <laughs> I'm going to know too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ah, I love this so much. I really, I really do. Because I'm actually going to flip. You mentioned about speaking. And if we talk about if you listen to the advice of other people, like, oh, you're going to be in the pulpit. And if you're like, oh, well, people said I'm going to be in the pulpit. Like, if someone's asking Stephen to speak on a larger scale to companies, no. Because my vision is to go over here. So but you're missing all of those opportunities to allow other people to explore what's available to them because your vision is followed by what other people said to you. So do you remember the first time you spoke to a large group of individuals and you were like, ah, shit, this is it. Actually, I, I, I remember I've spoken in, 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 in different, but I remember the first time that was really affected me to my heart mm-hmm. um, is is actually when I got back out of facility. I'm still in the army and I was asked to speak in a theater full of other soldiers of different ranks. Wow about my experience uh and and the the you know the the ptsd and the different things and and, and stuff because soldiers were killing themselves over that they weren't mm-hmm. seeking help people don't seek help right so um oh my goodness i know it was about it was over 700 soldiers wow. i'm spoken in front of soldiers but they're sitting in a theater in seats looking at me and i gotta tell all these people my experience and and just be real and really help them so that was the the first time where i experienced the 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 speaking was not about me yeah. that what i was doing and and my place in this is much greater than me. And I I, I prepared some stuff and and yeah I kind of went with it, but then it was it really came more so from the heart. Of course, it was framework or whatever, but it really came from the heart. And and that is the moment that I said, you know what, that second dream. Of 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 speaking using my voice in some way. This is a piece of that. It might not be the entirety, but it's the piece of that to come outside of myself and give everything I got my experience to those that haven't had the same experience, but can utilize my experience and what I have to offer to benefit themselves. And that to me was was the most powerful. It wasn't about me. It yeah. wasn't about me, but it was coming through me. And 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 that was that piece of the turn. Okay. I I got this. Okay. I, I see now. <laughs> we we we're we gonna do something with we, this. We're we gonna here. consider this forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we gonna we gonna push this forward. And and one it was a female soldier. Um, afterwards, uh, she was a lower list. I think maybe uh, E four rank. She was an enlisted rank. Um, and she said, "Hey, hey, chief." And this was after everybody had left. She said, "Hey, chief, uh, thank you." Um, you might have saved my life. What? Through my voice, through my experience, flowing through me, can have that effect on on somebody's life. That's a, that's one person. Oh, <laughs> what? Just one person to shift their lives like that and have no idea what, you know, what others might have taken away from it. But that one person let me know that I can do something with what's in me and my voice. And again, like I said, that's something since I was a kid. I know I'm speaking to some of my people in some way. The coaching piece came, the the training piece came as a coach. And even speaking through coaching and the skills and, and helping people yes. in that way is all through the voice and the body. And speaking is not just the voice. Speaking is no. the energy. It's, yes. it's, it's everything. So even the speaking piece is bigger than just talking words. Uh, to me it's showing up showing up in life showing up for my family showing up in my community showing up for for you for for uh anybody that that may listen to this it's just showing up fully authentically and giving everything you got in every moment that's that's what that means to me in speaking. So it manifests. It can be contained speaking to groups. It can be contained speaking in different aspects. So I'm not limited. Yes, I want to pursue and continue to grow myself and get better at it because it's a yeah. gift. For me, it's a gift. Yeah. I want to take that gift to the next level to be even more effective. So I invest a large sum of money to, um, yes. in myself to be able to grow that and continue to put that out in the world. So yeah, that, that's a big piece. Of it. And then you doing it. I thank you because just like when you were in that theater, speaking to 700 soldiers, you provided them the ability to see what is possible through your story, through your energy, through your words. So then their mind can also see it as well and be like, Oh, this is a man who actually went through two, three things that I'm literally going through now and look at him standing there. I might not want to speak, but I want to feel what he's feeling. I want to experience that. And just like you were telling me before we started recording, you invested in your growth to elevate the same skill, this gift that you have. Yeah. People listening, it's like, he's a phenomenal speaker. His presence is felt through this mic but yes i want to push a little bit more and then guess what i'm gonna push a little bit more Absolutely. and i thank you for that because it's giving me the vision eyes to my brain was like yep the next step yep investment like investment can be money it could be time yeah. energy yeah. removing certain distractions 
all of those are investments. So a lot of people go to straighten money. I need this money. I got to have this money. It's like it's more than that. That's, yeah. it, is, it's, it's, it's a, it is important. It can be important. But have you looked at other resources that tend to be lower free and it's elevating your energy It's allowing you to see different opportunities to then bring in more income to invest in that way. Absolutely. Um, this is so good. And we are getting close to the end. I do want to highlight the conversation that me and Steven had on a Zoom call when we both openly and vulnerably said, like, we know we be bullshitting sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, people will see us and be like, yeah. yo, you are killing it. Yeah. You're coaching, you're speaking, you're facilitating, you got your podcast. Yeah. Steven doing all the things. I'm going to let him shout himself out. Go ahead, shout yourself out. What you doing? What you doing? Well, a um, couple of things, uh, coaching, teaching, training, working on a mastermind group, professional speaking, all these, taking care of my family, yes. um, <laughs> you know, uh, out in the community um, in, in different organizations and groups, board member uh, on, on different boards of non All right, that's enough. Stop, stop, stop yeah. showing up. Okay, yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> So he's doing all the things, but yet he he so openly told me, like, I could do more, Crystal. Like, I know I'm not operating. I was like, yo, we are kinder spirits because I feel this. People like, Crystal, how do you do? I'm like, I I am BSing. Like, there are certain things that I had avoided. But in that conversation with you and you being open and then me being open, and there's like, all right, next step. And I'm going to elevate. And now I, I have this larger client that I'm going to speak to a large group of people. And through your mentorship of you giving advice is allowing me to find my flow and me being open to ask for feedback and constructive criticism. Shout out to one of our previous clients when I did the ELI uh, experience with her. She gave it to me, like, make sure you are just you. I know you have notes. I don't know if you need all of those notes. And I was like, I knew that to be true. Yeah. Crystal sometimes needs to be told it straight up. And then I had another ELI experience with a well-known realtor around here. And it was amazing Mm -hmm. because I released that 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 security blanket of my notes and I trust it like I know what I'm doing and I don't have to say all the words but like you were saying Steven thank you for this it's not about the words it's about the energy in my head I was like I got to get all the words out so then they understand the energy no crystal no they don't understand the energy that flows through you yeah. and they'll also see when you're holding back yeah They'll also see like, what's 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 going on here. It sounds like you're a little distracted, or you know, like you're not giving it your all, or you know, like you're a little timid about it. Uh, uh-uh. get up in there and do the damn thing. Show up fully, and it'll happen. I'm Period. so excited for this combo, Stephen. Do you peak your promise to come back? Like absolutely. Do you want to do this every yes, month? It's there. It's done. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it'll be my pleasure to to and and to to just be here in the presence with you, such the energy. Cause you you, you motivate me. 
you 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 you, you help drive me and motivate me also. Um, people say iron sharpens iron. I just say good people make more good people good yes. people, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so um, you excite me just watching you and seeing you continue to grow, and um, that's motivating for me. That helps drive me. That's that connectedness. I love it. So before we wrap, what do you want the people, how would you like the people to reach out to you to join the mastermind that's coming up? Do you have dates or information I'll, I'll you want to share? I'll uh, give that to you next time. Okay, cool. Yay. Um, I, I'll give that to you next time. So that is part of the pinky promise. You'll have all that information next yeah. time. It'll be ready to put out. So okay. other than that, um, lovely. My privilege and pleasure to be here with you this time. Thank you, Stephen. And I'm looking forward to so many more conversations. And y'all, if y'all have any questions that you want Stephen and I to answer, I am speaking this out into existence that this is a, a reoccurring thing monthly, possibly even more. But his presence and his knowledge is, is, is super valuable. And I want people to experience that, but also have a chance to then go deeper if they wish with the mastermind, with coaching. You're a phenomenal coach. Hit him up for coaching as well. He booked and busy though. So just know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm booked till 2023. Um. I know. That's right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So thank you, Stephen. Thank you. You want to say bye? You're welcome. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you and and just the effect that you you and you have on the world. Such a bright shining light. Keep shining, sister. Keep shining. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. One, we got to give it up for that conversation. Like Stephen, being who he is, sharing what he knows, and just those aha moments after aha moments after aha moments. It's going to continue. Please hit up Steven, reach out to him, connect with him on LinkedIn. You can find him at the letter L dot Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, last name Conway, C-O-N-W-A-Y. And you can also visit his website at lstevenconway.com. Everything will be in this episode's description, so you could just click the link. And let's put those vibes together. Let's be intentional about Steven and I doing this again and again and again. I have hopes to release this conversation on YouTube because I want people to see us. Two black individuals who love life, who are understanding more and more about themselves and giving people, whoever you are, the permission to do the same. The seeing it is so much different than just hearing it. So I do anticipate loading this up on YouTube so you can visualize it. And also I'm giving myself grace where it may not be edited. <laughs> do it scared, peeps. Do it if you have it in your heart. Steven, thank you so much. Words, they will never explain how I feel about us being able to have this intentional, increasing growth time together. I don't even know what you want to say. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I cannot wait for us to do it again. And peeps, if you're listening to this, we have probably closed 
the time frame for you to purchase your ticket for the loving me through Friendsgiving brunch. We did it. At the time of me recording this, we almost sold out and I envisioned us selling out. Complete transparency, I was nervous. I was scared, I was doubtful. Like what if no one wants to come? What if no one wants to actually invest and spend that time with us and money? I'm just so thankful for my sisters, Elise and Sierra, who are mixed up all three of us for the Loving Me Through community. And I'm so thankful for each and every person who considered buying it and maybe they had other plans. Someone who shared it with other people, just like, hey, what'd you think about this? It's putting that that energy out there of, I want to, I want to. And we, we wanna keep giving it and giving it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all have no idea. I was so nervous and that's the power of a community. Me, little old Crystal, has a podcast, who's coaching, who's doing corporate facilitation and one-on-one -on -one clients. And I was nervous. I am human. And this is something very new. It's like you are having a birthday party for yourself and you're like, I want to, but what if nobody comes? What if everybody's busy? Oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst birthday ever. Have a community with you. They will hold you, they will support you, they will guide you, and they will be that mm, that you need. So peeps, seriously, I'm so, so, so thankful for each and every one of you. And I think it's fitting to leave off with this principle that IPEC has instilled in me. We are each a product of our own belief system. Until next time, peeps, stay unstuck, and we'll run it back next week. Bye. Of course, I immediate production production.